Hola. Welcome <laughs> to the Night Shift Football Podcast. Wow. How boring is international break? FA Cup last week, internationals this week. Feels like we'll never have good football back again. What a drag it's been. But luckily, the boys in red down at Highmarsh gave us our fix of three points. We'll go over that. We've got some rigged or shit nominations. We'll have a rundown through the Premier League table to see how we think the final months play out. So let's get straight into it. Thomas, how's it going? Hola. Hola. I didn't realise his pod was bilingual. <laughs> it I, is now. I should have read up before I, before I came in. I'm good. I'm excellent. It's another long weekend. It is. There's lots it's another going, long weekend. There's lots going on. Adelaide play tomorrow night. There's, yeah. And we should have good football back. Yeah. Good football's been here. Yeah. Well, there's been one good football team here. There's been one good football team. I meant European-wise. Uh, do you know how much I saw of it? Zero? Abs- no, no. I saw like a three-minute cut of Calvin Phillips playing ah. for England. And that was it. Exciting times. Um, it's excellent. Six caps. Brilliant. I thought, leading into the week, I thought, you know what? I'll try and take note of all the internationals going on this week. You know, I'll try and get involved and get keen. I... <laughs> How'd you go? It went as far as me looking at the scores last Thursday morning mm-hmm. and then not really looking at anything after that. Wow, what stopped you? <laughs> what? Just how boring it all was. <laughs> it's a procession. I did get a couple of notes out of it. Go on. Um, our mate Barack Yilmaz. Yilmaz! I completely forgot, com- completely forgot about. At 35 years old, scored a hat-trick for Turkey oh, against up. the Netherlands. What the fuck? Yeah. Are they a good team or not, the Netherlands? They, didn't uh, they won it. 7-0 this morning. Oh, did they? Who'd they be? I think. Okay. We've already... It's what? We're two minutes <laughs> no, they in did. and we're I'm guessing. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> well, because it's internationals. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I got that. I got... Suchek got a hat-trick against Estonia. Oh, that's cool. The mighty Estonia. Yeah. They're backing up yeah. with a big win. Actually, now that I look <laughs> at my... electricity. Now that, I, now that I look at it, I can't even tell you who Suchek plays for. Oh, that's a good game. Uh, Poland. I don't know. That's, oh, I'm asking you. I think I might be offending people if I guess. Um, okay. I think it's... Israel. No, it's Slovenia or Slovakia or something. I've never heard of those nations. Yes, you have. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. <laughs> he's Czech. Oh, there we go. Yeah, he's so, Czech. Um, the other one was uh, Jovetic. Yeah, cool. Now, he scored two against the powerhouse that is Latvia. <laughs> Why are they playing these games? <laughs> the reason I brought it up was because Ooh. I looked and saw that Jovetic had scored twice mm. and I wanted to look him up because I thought, oh, Jovetic is still going, still scoring goals. Thinking he was like 36, 37. He Do you know how right. old he is? Yeah, 36. He's 31. Come on, man. Stefan Jovetic is 31 years old. But how was I signing him for like... 12 consecutive FIFA careers. He's, he seems like one of those players that's had a 50-year career already. Where is he now? Did you note that down? Is it Monaco? Oh, is it Monaco? <gasps> oh, it plays into Ligue 1. <laughs> Ligue 1. My favourite league in the world. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just decided I was going to go look at his <laughs> record. <laughs> and this is some good research. Yeah, well, I no realised... No us otherwise. Um, his goal-scoring record over the years is actually pretty Matt Simon-ish. How so? It's dreadful. Lots of elbows, red cards, more red I mean, cards than goals. I mean, Wikipedia only gives you league goals, but... That's all right. Eight goals in 30 games for Manchester City. Mm-hmm. When they're 
yeah. a top side. A lot was off the bench, though, wasn't it? Uh, probably six goals in 26 games for Inter. Yeah, that's pretty Italian of him. Yeah. I mean, he's currently got 16 and 57 at Monaco. So in the last three, four years, so he's obviously not played a lot of football. But his Montenegro record, he's got a 31 and 61. That's excellent. This is according to Wikipedia. I'm pretty sure it'd be right. He wouldn't be in there editing his own, like boosting his own stats or anything. <laughs> no. No. That, no, that's pretty good. To have an international record of one in two. I mean, although we're hearing that these teams play like Latvia and San Marino. Yeah. I mean, it really pushes the point of maybe there should be pre-qualifiers that sort of knock all of these teams out. Like Asia does. Yeah. Like yeah. most of the confederations do. Yeah. So that the finals, like, even how um, North America do it and South America, are they combined? I can't remember now. CONCACAF, is that a combined thing? North America and Central America. Central America, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. And they combine. South America's their and they, own. they split off into two six-team or five-team groups or something, and they yeah. play. That's it. That's a really good idea. And yeah. I think that's what probably Europe should be There's just too to. many teams in Europe, isn't there? No, too many relevant ones. Yeah, relevant ones. And I, I get, get they have their living the dream of like trying to qualify for a World Cup, but it's not, not going to happen. They're never going to be able to. Like Gibraltar, San Marino, they're never going to. They're part-time footballers. Although, although Luxembourg might. <laughs> I, like, I love Luxembourg. They've got free public transport. They're like this progressive utopia. Yeah. And now apparently they're beating superpowers of fucking <laughs> European football. So this is, uh, I guess, I'll just put it up now as my rigged or shit for this week. Go on. Um, Ireland losing to Luxembourg. What do you think? Rigged or shit? I think it's shit. I think they're just shit. It's just shit. And if, <laughs> if you listen, games since if you won. go by what um, Seamus Coleman said, definitely was, shit. Oh he was furious. God, he was livid. He said every time he looked up with the ball, there was no one wanting it. Yeah, scared. Playing international football, you'd think you'd be putting in... Look, yeah. I know, if, I, if we got a chance to play for Australia, we'd be giving everything. Yeah. I don't understand. Everything my body could allow it's, me to. Um, it's piss poor. I mean, we shouldn't take anything away from Luxembourg. They had to go and do it, but... They're a side that Ireland should be beating, you'd think. Yeah. Unless maybe it is rigged. No, it's, it's not rigged. They're just rigged. shit. How big was the market on Ireland, Luxembourg? Like, yeah, no. It's not, Ireland are just shit. shit. What, they haven't won in 10 games. No, they're, they're shocking. And then even, even when they scored twice, they still managed to lose 3 2. Yep. In the previous game. I can't remember who they played. Serbia. Serbia. Yep. So, but, yeah, that's. There's just deep, deep seated issues with that, with that footballing nation. And it's so sad because they lost, um, obviously, the great Jack Charlton. Um, who led that fantastic Irish side. Um, and it just, they're so far from recreating anything like that. Yeah, and they're, um, their domestic league's in a little bit of trouble as well. With Is like it? I don't know about teams. Uh, some of the teams are pretty much just about borderline amateur now. Yep. They kind of were barely pro in the first place. Yep. But now they're, yeah, for a while there, there was talk that Cork City might be they were champions only a couple of years ago. There was talk that they might go under, but it looks like they're okay Financial, now. But yeah, financials. financially, they've just been fucked. So They've really got no chance of competing in Europe, so they've got that one-off <laughs> payoff. How have we ended up in a breakdown of Irish football? <laughs> <laughs> this is why people tune in. Let's get it back. What have, 
Do you have anything else on the internationals? Because I got nothing now. If we're talking about rigged or shit, uh, probably the the Portugal game comes up and Ronaldo's tantrum against Serbia. Is it Serbia? Did Ser- uh, Serbia involved in both of the games we're talking about? I believe so. It was that would be an uncanny Port- coincidence. It was Portugal and Serbia, wasn't it? I can't remember the opposition. Uh, yeah, no, it was because because Matic, Matic was shit talking on the, um, in the Manchester United dressing room. Yeah, and um, so what happened? Like the well, the ball was clearly over the line. The ball and- is clearly over the line, and I think Ronaldo's. <laughs> I think he's got every right to cut sick. Yeah, <laughs> isn't like your best option is to just try and pull everyone off the field and say, "No, nah, this is rigged. Let's get the fuck off," because that is rigged. That's not shit. That's just plain rigged. Who cannot yeah, see that? Terrible how a professional linesman cannot see that or even look like everyone on the park could probably see that it was over it's these really poor decisions that is is the reason we have VAR and it's the reason that makes you think why is there not a way to check this and then you're like oh fuck now I'm advocating for VAR this is insane yeah and we don't want to be advocating for VAR no that's the last thing we want to be doing so I think that's why it's not shit by the linesman that's why I think it's rigged because I prefer to think it's rigged than to think it's shit and then to advocate for VAR Fair enough. It was Serbia. It was Serbia. <laughs> That's uncanny. Because uh, Mitrovic has been on a bit of a run of scoring for them. I think he scored two in the game against Ireland, maybe. And then he scored in the game against Portugal. Wild. Is that more yeah. goals than he scored for Fulham all season? It would have to be, I wouldn't it? I think it is. I think he's only scored against Leeds, and that was twice. <laughs> and he's got two goals in the Premier League. Well, there you go. Um... Do you have anything else, internationals? Nothing. Or we want to. No, I'm wondering what, why is Australia not played in almost two years? Yeah, we. When's our next game? We've got a qualifier against Nepal. Yeah. Is it? In June, July. It's actually causing quite a little bit of uh, friction between the A League clubs because that's is when it? the final series should be. And so ah. it looks like we're going to have a final series with teams depleted by Oli Roos and Socceroos call ups. Missing. Yeah, that's. Which is just so farcical. It's so ridiculous, man. Is that really when the finals are due to be played? Yeah, end of May, early June. If when so, they're all, all going to be in camp. They're not going to be yeah, playing. Yeah. They're going to be in camp. I wonder if exemptions will be given. I don't know how important. Like, like to be honest, Australia should be winning a qualifier like that anyway. Is this a regardless. new? Is this a new qualifying group? I haven't looked at it at all. Or are we continuing it's been on so long. from a? Yeah, I've I have no idea. We'll have to check it. Maybe we can go through it next week. It's been, yeah, that's a good idea. It's been so long since Australia's played. I've, I don't even know who you. And I generally get really. Now. I generally get pretty excited for Socceroos games. Yeah, as well. Excited to be until they start. <laughs> and then I get about five minutes in. I'm like, this is crap. There was a good period there where we would um, often uh, often chat to each other about how uninspired and how disappointing it was to get up in the middle of the night to watch the Socceroos. Yeah, uh, but that that largely has changed in the last uh, five to eight years. Eight mm-hmm. to twelve years, maybe. Yep. Aside from the 2006 World Cup, which was obviously just ridiculously good, there was that low period afterwards that wasn't that good. Yeah, uh, it was really boring to watch. Uh, Holger Osik and other we were atrocious in 2010, weren't we? Yeah, around then. Uh, but then when Ange came in and revitalised us, Asian Cup. Ever since then, it's been that. good. Asian yeah. Cup, ridiculously good. Oh, if we do a little bit of podception quickly as well, go on. Ange was on the Optus Sports Podcast. Um, they do a really good um, series, which is about uh, football's place in Australian society. Okay. And almost like how football is interwoven with the culture. It's just never really talked about. And Ange was on to, like lamenting the fact that we never really capitalized on that Asian Cup win on home soil. 
that there was no uh, like dinners with prime ministers and there was no you know statues erected. They're not cricketers. Yeah, exactly. There was yeah. no photo ops. There was no recognition. There was no you know. It was just a, it was a thing that happened. It was a thing that we hosted and we won. And I think... And then everyone forgot about it. Outside of Australia's football community, it wasn't really noted too much. People, people would have tuned in. Like I know like, you know, people like my parents would like watch big Socceroos game if it's on. Yeah. But then... I, There's no know. carry-on. They don't take the no. victory with them. They don't feel no. really anything it's, for They it. watch it and they win and go, oh, that's... Good for them. Mm. And then, good you know, Australia and that's is good it. at something again. Yeah. Almost like watching some dude win Olympic gold in the pool. You're like, oh, that's sick for him. But yeah. the next day, I can't remember his name. <laughs> no. Like right now, I can't remember a Ian single. Thorpe. Yeah, Thorpey. There you go. Thorpey, that's it. That's all yeah, I know. That guy that we corrupted almost sent into a depression spiral because fucking of the man. fucking pressure we placed. Well, we've had him. a breakdown into Irish football <laughs> and now we're, now we're talking about swimming for fuck's sake. Oh, God. It's all going downhill for us. All right, let's get away from this. All right, there was, are we going this, on to... This, yeah, this is because there was no Premier League this weekend and there was no... Yeah. Oh, dude, I was listening back to last pod um, and I realized that I was advocating, I was really pushing people to watch France on the weekend. The weekend just gone. <laughs> of course, it was International Weekend. Please watch France this weekend. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> it will be awesome. But, All right, so we, what are we doing here? So I thought... You're keen to get into this. I thought it would be a good idea because we're really, we're into the last eight to 10 games for teams in the Premier League. Yep. So this is it. Everything on the line. Fans are going to be allowed back into the stadium soon. Yep. We're going to see a champion crowned. I thought we would go through the table and we would just quickly comment on each team, whether they'd be good, bad, who's their best player, what's the best thing about them, what we really like. But to make it a little bit trickier, I thought we'd go reverse. We'd go 20 to 1. 20 to 1? Yep. Okay. So you tell me, who's, who's bottom of the table right now? <laughs> Arsenal. Um, <laughs> it's uh, uh, West Brom. No. Sheffield. Yep. Sheffield, Sheffield United. United. Are bottom. Yeah. And they are bottom by such a long way. Okay. And they're down. They're, they're down. going. Yeah, they're, they're going, down. aren't they? They've got 14 yep. points. They've already sacked their wildly successful coach, Chris Wilder. Replaced him with an absolute joke. Like hecking bottom. Yep. We, we went over that the other week. It's it, ins- terrible. Insane. They're gone. Yeah, they're gone. They're down. They have 14 points from 29 games. They're gone. Yep. Uh, 19th place is West Brom. West Brom. They have 18 points from 29 they're, games. They are They're appalling. teetering. They're, they're fucking atrocious. The amount of goals they've conceded this season is just insane. It's they, 57 goals, man. The most of any team. I'm saying I'm going to lock them in for down. I think they're down. They've won one of their last five. The squad isn't good enough to get any points anywhere either, really. No, they're unambitious. It's got Big Sam leading the way. Yep. I, they're gone. Fuck it, off, West Brom. Interestingly enough, it's going to be the first time Big Sam gets relegated. Ah, good. Good. About time. It'll end the spell. Yeah. It's, it's not right. a thing. Okay, 18th. Uh, would be... Who's just clinging on right now? Just... Uh, they're still in touch as well. <laughs> Is it... Newcastle? Oh, no. Newcastle is 17th. Is it... Think London. (laughs) Think London. Oh, Fulham. Fulham. Fuck, I I always forget Fulham exists, to be honest. Yeah, which is good. That's fair enough. But I actually don't mind them. I kind of hope they do stay up. I really like their stadium. Don't care for their manager or many of their footballing players. Um, I think if I wanted someone to stay up out of them and Newcastle and Brighton, it would be them. Interesting shout. Uh, Well, you can keep two of them up, fortunately, because the other two are down. Yeah. 
So you would send Newcastle down. Probably, yeah. So in this in this little group of teams, Brighton have 32 points in 16th. Newcastle have 28 points in 17th. Fulham have 26 points in 18th. But they've played a game more. Okay. Uh, but I, I agree with you. I think Fulham probably showed the most promise out of any of the three sides. They've played nicer football. They have better players. I wouldn't mind seeing them just get another year. Yeah. We've had te- teams like Newcastle linger along. And uh, Burnley yeah. have lingered along with their shit football for years. So we, we said last we may week, as well Fulham should get another crack at it. We said last week um, if we could relegate four teams, and I would be more than happy to relegate <laughs> yeah. four teams: Burnley, Newcastle, and the two that are already down. Yep. So yeah, there's a really tight battle going on there. Okay. All right, that rolls us into fifteenth. Do we go? Do we say anything in Brighton? Oh uh, yeah. I, I guess. will just add that Brighton as much. I don't really like Brighton, but I do. They do play decent football. Yeah. They try to. They just don't really have a, any potency up front. They yeah, seem to be true. lacking potency. And they're creative But they try players, to play. They're creative players. Aren't they creative? No. They, they try. They probably need better recruitment. But Potter seems like a decent coach. And they play decent football. So Yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think Potter's onto something. Um, so 15th would be Burnley? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. There's, there's very few points separating or probably 13th down to 16th. I mean, Burnley are good at what they do. They're obviously there. Well, absorb, Shh. try to get the ball wide and whack it into Chris Wood. And they are good at doing that sometimes. Yeah, that's true. But I don't like that style no, of play. It's just, so. it's just tough to watch. Yeah, like if you're going to stay in the league anyway, you may as well be trying to win games. So, I mean, yeah. I suppose. They're probably earning a lot of money doing this, solidifying the club and its base. But it's nothing. Establishing a fan. Just... They're not doing anything though. It's like we always talk about this with Le- like Leeds and the mm. shit they've copped for like being oh, stupid and naive. Yeah, but not like, losing games. if you're gonna finish around them somewhere in the middle of the table, I mean Burnley are a bit lower now. Yeah, but they've had a few years where they've been right in the middle of the pack. Yeah, yeah, there were seasons um, there where they'll throw. And it's like, well, why? Yeah, why shouldn't you just be going out and trying to win games? If you're gonna finish in the middle, you may as well try and win games. I completely agree. So yeah. All right, fourteenth. Um. This so gets tricky here. Is it Palace? A, uh, no, Palace are 12th. It's... You're on the right track. Is it London? No, no, it's... Uh, it's Wolves. It's not. Wolves are 13th. Oh, where am I you looking? 14th. Yeah. Nah, I can't think of... Southampton. Southampton, ah. Yeah, they started so well. And then they yeah. really dropped off, copped a few massive beatings. I quite like Southampton. I quite like watching them play. Same. You generally get goals yeah, one exactly. way or another. Yeah, precisely. You can, you know, <laughs> at either end. 2.5. And who, how can you not get around Danny Ings? Yeah, England legend. I love Danny Ings. And Ward Prowse too. He's great to watch. Ward Prowse yeah. is the one that I was thinking of. He's just fantastic to watch. Yeah. And he scored for England against San Marino, I believe. So yeah. Good for him. So there you go. Decent side. Then we get we go on to Wolves and Palace, who are separated by two points. Ah, uh, Wolves, I think, are probably the disappointment of the season. Agreed, wholeheartedly that, agree. Or maybe counting out Liverpool because mm, they're defending uh, champions. But we'll I, stick to Wolves. But Wolves, um, I think maybe Wolves, maybe not so disappointing. They lost Diego Yota really late. Ah, uh, uh, true. And now and then Jimenez cracked his skull. Jimenez. Yes. And you think that's that's their two best players from the previous season? Yeah. So. That's a big loss. That's a big loss for any side, which, yeah. you know, we'll get to a little bit. I will... I haven't mentioned it on this podcast, but I've mentioned it to people before, that I, I did always think Adama Traore is an overrated, overhyped footballer. Wow. He's not a bad player, but he's, everyone looked at how... 
Muscular. Beastie was and muscly, and he run, <laughs> he runs fast, and he does tricks. But really, if you look at his numbers, what's he, what's he really done? It's true. You've got a little bit post race expert here, by okay, not yeah. declaring this beforehand. But I mean, I know, but it's true. It's it's born through. He's had a really poor season. Maybe you should have taken that big money move. Maybe Wolves should have cashed in on yeah, him. Yeah, maybe chance. Well, there's probably a few players Wolves probably should have cashed in on. Maybe you reckon? But yeah. Neves being one, or is he now yeah, probably. a central figure? Well, re- well, Neves. We'll probably look for that big move soon. What's he now? 23, 24? I think so. He might be pushing 25, yeah. He's yeah, getting on maybe. now. Yeah, maybe. I just... So. They, they brought in like players like Joao Matinho and I thought he was going to be fantastic. Joao. Yeah, Joao Matinho. Yeah. He um, just wasn't... He hasn't been that calming, well, effective how old is presence. He? He's getting on now. He's getting I, on a bit. I thought he was going to come in and compliment the young talent that they had. Yeah. Lead them through. He just... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they... And still Nuno got a bit, seemed They've still got idea. a bit to like about him and I think... I don't think so. I think you twice. Know? No, t- Leeds have played them twice, and they've just been defensive, I mean, like, boring I mean, bullshit. They have some individual players that are. They've definitely Nuno has changed to go on since they lost Yota and Jimenez. He has gone very defensive, yeah, and it doesn't work for them clearly. But no, yeah, we want to see the exciting, free flowing, attacking football they were doing the previous season that saw them finish mm. what eighth. Come on, yeah. So Go what's ahead. that? Fourteenth Wolves. Thirteenth with Wolves. 13th, sorry. 12th was... 12th was Palace. Yeah. Bang. Yeah, Palace. I never really know what to make of Palace. They're a team I really, very rarely get to see any of. Only if they play our Because their games generally don't really interest me a whole lot. No. Yeah. Unless they're beating Liverpool. I don't really mind. But I think they, up to. they probably... They do a good job for the size club they are to sit around the middle there. I think that's perfect for Palace. And they would I think be really happy with this. I think they'd probably want... They'd probably be looking to try and get to that. Maybe 10 would be their target. Yeah. Get that halfway point. But Does that thing about the Premier League, for every position you finish, the more money you get? Yeah. And I think for Palace as well, they, um, they're one of those clubs that usually is teetering on the edge of survival. Mm. So I think they'll be pretty happy to be yeah. 12th. But again, what's their long-term plan? They've got Rory Hodgson, who is on the verge of retirement yeah. every time he steps out on the field, surely. <laughs> yeah, the I wizard of woi woi. Wizard woi. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't really watch too much of them. So. And did, are they going to keep a hold of Zaha, who is essentially their enigmatic uh, solo well, man? How many years has he got on his contract? Cause can't be many. Can't be many. And l- they've been talking about it for a while. They're losing their chance to cash in because they'll just go for free soon. Yeah. Uh, I've I've said that not knowing what's on his deal. He could have five years. I doubt he signed <laughs> a new deal it. recently. Yeah, so... Oh, there you go. Palace could be one to watch to slip down next season. Perhaps. Put, put a little early early sell bet on. Maybe. All right, 11th place. It's Leeds. And yeah, it's Leeds United. Yeah. Um, be careful. Yeah. Up? No, nah, well, I... Few of the listeners that we do have, <laughs> they will, they'll <laughs> know that I. It's um, disproportionately Leeds, isn't it? I, I talk about Leeds a bit as well because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I quite like them. I like watching them play. Um, you, you've, you're a big supporter of Leeds when we were in the Championship and League One as well. Yeah, I wanted them to come up because um, they have a pretty big history, big club. They were, did they win the last title before the Premier League before yep. it became the Premier League yeah, yeah. and they just the last division one. such a big fan base the atmosphere of their games I mean from what I've seen on TV um, yeah just big on them and big on Bielsa and his style of play it's just awesome and like we said before if you're going to finish in that 15 to 8 kind of range 
you may as well just be going out and trying to attack teams and play football rather than sit back and defend and get draws and finish in the same spot anyway. Exactly. The fan, as a fan, I'm way happier to watch yeah. that. Some games we're going to get belted 6-2. Okay, that's yep. fine. But some games we're going to win 5-0. And in fairness, that game where they did lose 6-2 to Man United, they kind of... Man United got pretty lucky with some of their oh, goals. Jeremy. And that, you know, like it's, three it's just one of those games where jammy. kind of everything kind of went for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like We were against it most United of the United were probably the better team, but they still, on another day, it wouldn't have blown out like that. It's kind of an outlier. I hope so. Yeah. Because we have this... Leeds have this horrific run coming up where we play uh, Sheffield United, which is easy. But after that, I think it's something like City, Liverpool, yep. and then Man United. Well, they can get points there. Yeah. Make or break, really, depending on where, on where Leeds are going to finish this season. Um, top four is probably out of, the, out of, out of sight. Probably. Um, but, you know, seventh spot with Liverpool, only seven points behind. If you beat Liverpool, you bring them back down to within four yeah. points. You can make a match of it. That's for teams sure. Teams above you, though, as well. Yes. Um, the team directly above us with games in hand. Is Arsenal? No, it's not. Oh, we... You've ninth. crept into ninth, yeah. Oh, wow. So 10th would be... We'll pigeonhole Arsenal for a sec. Pigeonhole Arsenal. 10th would then be... I'm showing my real lack of Premier League knowledge here. It's awesome. Just just think <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of wankers. Bunch of wankers. Uh, Spurs. Oh, damn it. Close. <laughs> nah, no, they're not. Ninth. Um, who is ninth? Arsenal. Tenth is Aston Villa. Oh, sorry. Tenth. Sorry. Aston Villa. I've completely forgot Aston Villa again. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's easy to think. Oh, I just, for some reason, I thought they were above us too. No, I, but, I mean, yeah. Arsenal stretched a couple of games. What do you make of Villa? Uh, I think they've done well coming up. I think that they're in the league illegitimately. Uh, <laughs> careful <laughs> no I think since I lost Grealish obviously they're on a little bit of a downward uh, spiral yeah, he's a machine yeah and it's like, he's brilliant it's cool to have one player like we have Calvin Phillips it's cool to have one player that really dictates and emphasises you know the quality of your team yeah that's fine um, but I think Villa have a good supporting cast now as well Ollie Watkins pretty yeah. good yeah he's okay yeah uh, the keeper uh, the ex-Arsenal keeper Martinez uh, yep, he's had very a, good. He's had a fantastic season. Probably yep. been the goalkeeper of the season. Uh, yeah, probably. Definitely in the first half. I think, I think he's, yeah. yeah. I think he's kept more clean sheets than anyone else as yeah, well. Yeah, so there you go. Villa 10th, they'll be happy with that. Villa 10th, they'll, they'll be stoked. They're stoked with that. They spent an so absolute shitload last season yeah. and they were nowhere near good enough. And I think a lot of people had them threatened to go down this season. Well, they, they would have gone down had it not been for that. Remember that VAR goal line? That's why I said they controversy. were here illegitimately. Is that against Sheffield? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, had it not been for that, they would have gone down. But they would have um, gone down. But make your own luck, I guess. They got away with it, and that's true. That's not their fault. No, exactly. And they've um, established themselves now. Yeah. And fine. So there you go. So then Good ninth is um, let us let us <laughs> Arsenal ninth. Yeah, a little bit lower than fourth. A little bit lower than fourth. Um, there's good signs there. I think you just got to let Arteta keep working. Okay. They've shown enough with Arteta to show that they can be. There's just the problem at the moment is the gap between their best and worst still. It's huge, and that's why it's yeah. a chasm. But it used to be there was a big gap between their best and the worst, but the best was still pretty ordinary. Yeah. Whereas now their best looks quite good, and their worst is still terrible. So they just need to bring that up. And uh, yeah, it's no better example. But it's, in it's the a West slow process because it's so hard to turn over these squads. Especially squads like Arsenal, where they've probably spent too much 
wage on players that players that probably don't deserve to be on the wage they're on and it's hard to turn those players over because they don't want to go no of course not it's all big fees big contracts long deals Uh, but I mean they're in um, Arsenal obviously their goal is to get in the Champions League and they have a very good chance in the Europa League with the teams that are left and the draw that they've found themselves with Um, it's most people are tipping it to be a United Arsenal final because they're on opposite sides of the draw. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah, so that would be good. Is that what it was? No, it was Arsenal-Chelsea. It was Arsenal-Chelsea, yeah. And we got battered. Isn't it weird that Premier League teams are now finding themselves using the Europa League as an entry point to the Champions League? That is a really... So they should have been. Yeah. I mean, if you have to, why wouldn't you? Since the advent of... Arsenal sitting in ninth. Yeah. They may as well put their eggs in that basket. Yeah, because they're not really... They're not, they're gonna not making the four. They're not going to get up there. And what? They're just going to qualify for Europa League again. Like, mm. it's horrible. <laughs> it's only good when you get to this point of the year and you're still in it. And you're in the quarterfinals and you go, oh, this is all right. We've got a chance. We can focus, idolise. We can focus on it. But you got to... Before that, you're playing all these group stage fixtures against these shit teams no one cares about. It's just horrible. Barte. Yeah. But that's, that's probably enough time on Arsenal anyway. Yep. So then we've got what? Where what are we? What do you think? Eighth. It's Everton, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, equal on points with their Merseyside rivals, Liverpool. Yeah. They're both I mean, on 46 points. This is an interesting one because Everton would probably... <laughs> if you told them at the start of the year they were going to be level... With, <laughs> <laughs> they were, they were going to be with, level with Liverpool at this point, that would be... They thought they were on the verge of winning a title. They're, they're playing the Champions League, man. <laughs> Little did they're they know. They're having points records. <laughs> Little did they know Liverpool was so bad this year. But Everton, I think, I don't know if Everton fans will be. That might be no. some consolation to them that they're level with Liverpool. But I yeah, think but they, haven't been they were aiming top four, weren't they? Surely, uh, with I their recruitment. So. I think so. And that's the whole point of you getting someone like Ancelotti, Ancelotti in. Yeah. James Rodriguez. Yep. They've got, we've talked about Richarlison before. I think he's just over, I don't know. We have. They probably paid too much for him. Yeah, and they're going mean, to continue. he's still young, but. They're going to continue to force him into, uh, he's like a round yeah. peg in a square hole. It's not. But we'll see how they can go. You know, they've got Calvert-Lewin there. That's true. They'll probably um, sell him for big money. Awobi. They, they have not a bad squad, yeah. I think it's a decent side. It's a decent side. I think eighth is probably about right, though, for them. They're not going to go any higher. And Maybe. any lower would be disappointing. Yeah, I mean, they probably should be... At the start of the year, I would have definitely had them to be above size, like uh, West Ham, at least. <laughs> so maybe one spot higher. West Ham is but the yeah. one-off that and I was Spurs, hoping Leeds sorry. were going to be. No, you would... Really? You reckon Everton <laughs> nah. were better than Spurs? No, I don't. No, come on. But... Come on. Is that who's next? Yeah, Spurs are six. Spurs are six. So they currently have 48 points. They're three points off of Chelsea in fourth. Uh, oh, it's we didn't. Very you don't want to talk man. about Liverpool. We kind of glossed over them. We've talked. About we've talked about them so heaps much. in the past Ad weeks. Nauseam, man. But um, we do have. They're in, this, they're in We this have a few regular listeners that are Liverpool fans, so we'll just give them a quick word. But there's nothing really new to say, is there? It's the injuries, right? It's, uh, yeah, it's the injuries. I think so. I, th- I think I, their front three hasn't been firing the same way, but that comes from a lack of confidence in the whole team mm. because you're missing uh, the amount of centre-back partnerships they've had to play. I think maybe Klopp maybe could have done better to just give one of their younger centre-backs a go and continue rather than trying to move Fabinho or someone as Henderson good as Fabinho, or... who's so incredible as a 
six and or putting Henderson. him at, Why were they or playing Henderson. Henderson as centre back? I think you just leave them where they are and yeah. just trust. That's what you have young players for. Yes. And what a slap in the face to a young player as well. But um, they've got one. Is it Curtis Jones? He, yeah, he's Curtis getting Jones. a few games now. And but he's not a centre back. He's isn't a he? midfielder, isn't he? I think they I'm not moved. Sure. I don't. I yeah. think they moved Henderson back and played Curtis Jones in the midfield, which is yeah. I mean, if you're any young centre back in that Liverpool setup, you'd think, well, my career is not mm. is not starting here. <laughs> I and then I guess else. at the start of the year, even like once they signed Jota and they looked like they were smacking everyone again. Jota's been great. What a he great signing. He has been sign. great. Um, he's playing central as well. I know. Isn't he? Yeah. Now he is. So They just... Old Bobby Firmino is out of the picture a little. But yeah. The shape's wrong. The link-up plays are wrong. The confidence is gone. Well, no. I mean, I think they've looked better when Jota's played there. Oh, okay. They've actually looked... Yeah. The Liverpool fans I know attacking. have been... They've wanted kind of Jota to just kind of stay there and Firmino drop out. There's always been a weird uh, indifference towards Bobby. Yeah, I've always kind of, I've quite liked him. I think he's very talented. Maybe sometimes he does go missing a little bit too much. I agree. And I guess for people, people still expect a player in that position to be scoring lots of goals and he, he's not I guess. the sort of guy that scores lots of goals. Yeah, it's, a false it's not nine. really been his role. His no. role is to help Salah and Mane score goals. Exactly. If you play a false nine, he's playing his role perfectly well. But people yeah. just see the number nine and think, oh, I've got to score goals. No, you don't have to fucking always score goals yeah. as a number nine. Anyway. <laughs> That's enough. No, that just shits it. That, I know. That, that point really shit. It was like a Viduka. Everyone just get on Viduka's back for yeah. the Socceroos because you look at his record, he scored nine in 40-odd or something. I know. And I think it doesn't help because people see like Lionel Messi play as a false nine and they go, oh, see? But he's obviously, you know, a freak outlier, alien. So And that team's set up around him as well. Yeah. Whereas, you know, when you... Yeah. yeah false nines are not teams yeah. set up around you. Teams set up around anyway. fucking Salah and Mane, but... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is Spurs? Uh, shit, what do you think is shit? No. <laughs> Spurs, I think, would have to be very disappointed at this stage of the season, wouldn't they? Yeah, I think Given this, their side. This was the season that they tilted to win it. And then, I just... Yeah, that's why it still baffles me that they signed someone like Mourinho. To win it, because they had a three-season plan to win it, and <sighs> they haven't done it. They haven't been close to winning it either, really, no. have they? Um but he they, hasn't put the pressure on as well as previous managers. You just you cannot have the quality of attacking players that Spurs have and go out and set up defensively. It's just complete stupidity. It's a crime. It's the game's gone past this guy. Yeah, he's out of it. Mourinho, he's lost it. Mourinho he's lost had it. his place obviously, yeah. and he's done wonderful things, and we appreciate it. Yeah, and he's done what he's had to do with squads to get results like that. He won a treble with Inter. Yeah, remarkable. They're, they were incredible. He won a Champions League um, with Porto. Yeah, and yeah, now they're just, you can't do that. What he's got he, and I Bale, mean, he's got Kane, he's got Son, he's yeah. got Lucas Moura. He's got Deli Alley, Lamella. Deli Alley, Lamella. Like, yeah, shocking. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's atrocious. Are they still in the mix? How far off the top four are they? Three points. That'd be their goal now. Would, yeah, they're three points away. Would be they to make Champions make, League. They could still make it. I think Spurs fans are probably take that as well they'd take making the Champions League because as much as they the club went out and got Mourinho to try and win a league I don't know how much they realistically thought they could against the likes of City and Liverpool so I don't know I, I think I think they thought they were going to win it really? after, after making the Champions League final I think they thought they were going to win it I guess I, always, I forget about the Champions League final yeah 
That was was that Pochettino's last game? Uh, I can't remember. I think it may have been. Not sure. Oh no, he may have played a few. No, no, sorry, he did play a little bit more into the next season. But to bring in mm. Mourinho is a set play to win something, to win the Champions League, to win the league, to win anything. Yeah, win some sort of cup. I, they still have. I mean, they're in the league anything. cup final this year, aren't they? They've got City coming up soon. But good luck to them. Good luck to them. <laughs> City are in quadruple mode. City dismantlers. <laughs> they're gonna. They're gonna Brilliant. dismantle them. Yeah. I can see I that think. happening as well yeah. without really even leaving second although year. Mourinho does love a one-off fixture where he can maybe try and get something to work he could lock down and win 1-0 we've seen crazier things happen they're in not FA good Cup enough finals. at the back to defend like that that's the problem Is they're too old they're too slow and you've got those refreshing it the quality enough. of attackers send them out to attack yeah. let them play just let them play win 4-3 fuck with yep. but right. I think he's trying to yeah we won't yeah, okay, yeah no, that's enough. that'll do fifth West Ham West Ham yeah well I watched their first game of the year against Newcastle at home <laughs> where they got absolutely battered and I thought, this fucking team is atrocious. They're dog shit. And now here we are. The Moyes style. Moyes knows how to win the, what do they call it on the Guardian, the Everton Cup. Everton Cup. Finishing fifth. He's going to finish fifth again. Moyes is going to win the He's Everton Cup. He's brilliant at it. Yeah. It should be the Moyes Cup, not the Everton Cup. Yeah, the Moyes Cup. We've figured out who it is now, the common yeah. denominator is the Ginger Scott. But they have a, they've put together a decent side. And they play decent football as well. Yep. The games I've seen. Uh, yeah. Jay Ling's brilliant. Love to see it. Yeah. Suchek, obviously, we talked about. Yep. Um, Mikel Antonio. Oh, Antonio's had... He's, he's good. He's been good a lot. Um, but he's been fucking brilliant this yeah. season. I think he's been uh, very consistent the last few, but... Declan Rice, who the other, yeah, the other week course. I said I wasn't too... Sh- I thought he was a little bit overrated, but I've watched a few of their games since then and... He's probably swayed me a bit more now, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely got his call. I was probably a little just dirty on him because he chose England over Ireland. Hey, yeah, but come on, <laughs> but yeah. Luxembourg. Yeah. Well, we would have beaten Luxembourg if he played, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, that was a quick qualification. <laughs> maybe. Anyway. You're not that confident, are you? Yeah, that'll do. All right. Top four. Top four. Yeah. You're just, look- <laughs> You're kinda, just looking at it now. I, I do know the top four. I, I was... Yeah. Having a sneak peek there. Um, Chelsea. Hmm. Chelsea. Uh, they would have to have been expecting better. Maybe. You know what's interesting? I don't know. You know what's interesting about Chelsea is within these top 11 sides, top 12, top 13, top. Yep. There's been no managerial sackings this season. And really, mm. the only one has been Chelsea. Look at, the, look at all these teams. None yeah. of these managers have been sacked this season. Yeah. I don't know. It's only been two th- sackings all season. I think they, um, yeah, I think so. And that that has totally rejuvenated their season. It has. Tuchel's. They probably needed. Yeah, f- I th- Frank hasn't really looked like a great coach. Not anywhere yet. he's been. And oh, yes, he's definitely. I'm just you know being nice. <sighs> and um, he's had two big jobs and he's failed in both of them. Yeah, he's failed. But they definitely needed a coach like Tuchel or someone. Yeah with a big rep to come in who's notoriously good at, you know, getting sides to play good football and play well and gel with their stars because they spent all this money on these big stars and they needed them all to start gelling and now they're, you know, they're getting results. Yeah, Timo's still not really scoring goals, but the other two are No, nah, I think he will. I think he'll eventually come good, Timo. He's too good not to. Maybe. Maybe. If I was trying to see, I'd be cutting and running. Mm, nah, I don't know. They've invested too much, haven't they? Who's going to take him now? 
heaps of teams. I think. You reckon? I reckon just get him out of England. There's something he's probably going on. on. The, the killer would probably be the wage. He's probably on a really good wage. Premier League, uh, Premier League wages generally, you know. That's true, but there's always teams looking for strikers. Always. We should probably keep moving on. Cause oh, Jesus you Christ. Know, we're going on a bit now. We're going to have to cut this Where are we up. up to? Three. Yeah, three. Leicester. Leicester. You know what? We've spoken about We've Leicester. We've spoken about Leicester. A lot. Excellent. We'll we just say them. excellent. We love them. love them. Hope they stay up there. I love Rogers the Rat. I yeah. Like. <laughs> I hope they get Champions League football and I hope they can it looks somehow like they get... Will. Hope they can somehow get crowds back in for them if yeah. they do. Yeah, no, precisely. That'd be great to see. Yeah, because yep. their fans deserve it. Yeah, everything is right about this club. They're seven points clear of West Ham fifth. I think that they look good for the Champions League. Yep. Now we move into Manchester United. Man United. How the fuck are they second? Genuinely surprised yeah. that they're second. They're unbeaten in their last five, so I guess that's got yeah. something to do with it. They seem to put these runs together. They um, it's weird because they were on the verge of um. They were on the verge of Oli going when they got knocked out of the Champions League. That has to be considered a failure. They didn't get out of the group of the Champions League. Um, it's another season where Oli's not going to win a trophy. And he's never won a trophy at Man United. Well, I mean, we say that, but yeah, they're, they're a good shout to make the final of the Europa League. I, I don't think they're going to win it. Maybe. They've got Roma and, Roma and Arsenal are the two threats yep. at the moment. But I think... They'd be their fans would be stoked with their season, wouldn't they? Man United's fans. Yeah, being second with Ollie at the wheel, I think they would. I don't know. I think they're. I think they've readjusted their expectations, which kind of makes me just pity them a little bit. I mean, start of the year, I think they would have taken. If you said you're going to finish second, they'd have taken that. I suppose, but I guess looking at how the season went, they were top for a little bit there as well. I, th- uh, I, I don't think, think I, they would have expected uh, to win it. I don't, yeah, I Not don't a think chance. before the season, but during the season, there was a lot of chat, mm. and there was a. I know a lot of Man United fans who were very happy about how they were playing. And Maybe they were very happy to let people but they know were so fickle. how many games in hand they had yeah. to be able to overtake the leaders, and it's just not eventuated. No, but they also were never really seemed convinced of Oli being able to get them there, though. For so, me, I look at yeah. it as another season where Man United are probably not going to win a trophy, and that. Is that good enough for Man U? If it is for them, yeah. by all means, welcome to the club, guys. <laughs> welcome to the club where you win fuck all. You're the others. All right, that's enough because you get off the rails when we talk about Man United. You can't help yourself. I'm just glad that they've... First place, Man City. Amazing. Again, somehow. Incredible. Pep's tweaked his tactics. Yeah. Just ever so slightly. Just after everyone jumped. wrote him off. Started to write him off. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. We're, well, there's not really much more we can say about... Man City. There's a, there's a, yeah, there's a lot smarter people who have waxed more in depth than we have. They're a genuine him. shot to win a a quad. I a, think I think they could do the quadruple. A quadruple this year, yeah. Well, they've got Spurs in the cup final, the yep. league cup final. They'll roll them. Not sure who they've got in the FA Cup, but they can roll anyone, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. In the England. big one will be the Champions it's League. The Champions League, yeah. Which they're good enough to win. They should be this season. They look at now. I don't know if they will. It's always really hard to pick the Champions League, but they they definitely would have to be one of the favourites. I think you could see them in the final. I think and that would be the first time they're in the final, I think. Yep. And that that would be even in and of itself a really big achievement for them. Yeah. I think that's probably where it's going to go. And then you get the one-off occasion of a cup final and see how you go. Yeah. That is an in-depth wrap. That is. We might leave it there. Oh, we've doubled up. It's always funnier when they do the joke twice. It's not really a joke, is it? Did you hear me slurring then? <laughs>
Are we doing the dope twice? Yeah. All right. Don't you know, pump it up. The reds are going up. Don't going you know, up. pump it up. Where are we going up to? Yeah. What do you think of the song being played after the games? Uh, shit. Where is Rolling Along? Just play Rolling Along, man. Just play Rolling Along. And if people don't understand what it's about, then that's upon you to learn what the fuck it's about. Yeah. That's our song. That's our song. That's OG It should just shit. be our, our song after every win at home. Should be rolling along. How many other clubs have actually got their own songs made up, like professionally recorded? It, you know, they've applied proper melody and shit. There's obviously songwriting gone into it. It's not, it's not a cringe song. Like, it's a cool... I enjoy it. I like it. It's a good song. Yeah. I just, it's one of those, it's one of those family friendly, it's like marching on together in my eyes. Like it's really, it's all encompassing. Everyone can get involved. Adelaide's yeah. rolling along. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Adelaide United. Should we talk about the football? Well, I just, I bring it up because I haven't been to many games yeah. this season because of work and that on the weekend, Sydney game. I think just to clarify for people listening, Adelaide United have a song that they used to play <laughs> called Rolling Along. Adelaide it's, is rolling along. Adelaide is rolling along. Yeah. It's fucking excellent. Um, they st- they brought it back and they played it a few times after wins, but lately they haven't. Um, and that's what we we're, that's what we're whinging about. But yeah, anyway, oh, we love a good win. We're not whinging we? about the football though, are we? How, why? How could you? Another three big points. Six wins in a row. That was our first win against Sydney FC in thirteen attempts. Fuck, we're good. We're just shattering. Every record. That's the first time we've won six in a row since the 05-06 season. Yes. In which we were marshaled by a certain Carlos-Ross combination. Yes. And it feels like history's repeating itself. Yes. It's all coming <laughs> together. I was, after the game, I was, I was so psyched. And I think a lot of people in the ground could see that I was very excited. And they were, very, they were trying to calm me down. They were trying to temper my emotions. Yeah, we, we, we had a big night. Yeah, we had a big night. We had a big day. Because I don't, I don't get to go to many games. Yeah. And so for me to be able to go to this and for us to win six in a row, I was, yep. I was really stoked. And to beat Sydney as well. Yeah, great Man, win. I hate Sydney. Great game. I think Sydney I was, came, they rocked up, they played their part. Really in, entertaining, yeah. It was a great game of football. Oh, if it so had ended engaging. nil-nil, it would have been one of the better nil-nils I'd seen. Yeah, um, I was thinking about this during the game, actually. I don't know if you remember back on the year we went on that massive Champions League run to the final. Mm, yep. We played a group stage game. We had a nil all at home to Changchung Yatai. Yes. And it was Still, chances galore. It was yeah. an awesome, one of the best nil nils I've seen. Yeah. True. But this was remind you of this that. would have been right up there until we got the win. But yeah. Yeah, gifted the win. Great game of football. Gifted the win, say the uh, Sydney social media admins. Oh, fuck Sydney, man. I hate them. How salty can you be? I'd be salty too if I lived there and had to pay 500k over what a house (laughs) is worth. I would also be salty right now because apparently if Queensland gets COVID, New South Wales gets COVID. So, sucked in. Um, Yeah, well, we don't want to encourage people getting COVID. but um. No, but it's such a minute amount. They locked down on a fucking whim here. Yeah, no policy conversation. Yeah, no. Uh, the penalty, what do you think? Definitely a pen? <laughs> <laughs> How many well, times have we said this now, this season? Yengi's so, lucky to be alive yeah, true. after that tackle. I can't believe he got up. Um, it looked like he, he could have... Yeah. His leg could have snapped, um, torn off, ripped his neck open, and he could he could have died right there on the pitch from that tackle. Disgusting. Yeah. No, agreed. 
But um, no, really. I'm, I'm glad he escaped injury. Really, at the game, I remember we were all standing there thinking, this is going to get overturned. Yeah, I was biting my fingernails. But then when I watched it on the replay, it didn't make me think it was any more of a pen, but I can see why VAR didn't overturn it. It certainly wasn't a clear and obvious... Um, it wasn't a clear and obvious error. So yeah. if the referee had not given a penalty, it would have stayed not being a penalty. Exactly, yeah. Which we wouldn't have been able to complain about, really. I don't think I would have complained really whatsoever. No. It's one of those things where Bratton's going to clear the ball, Yangi gets him first. Yeah. Um, but Yangi just boots the ball away. And if I'm going to be consistent with how I view penalties, I don't, I don't really think it's a penalty. Just because he's got in there first... He's not played the ball to any attacking advantage. It's almost... It's just two players going for the ball. And it hasn't really caused... His, him kicking Yankee's leg hasn't caused the ball to go out. Yankee's kicking the ball out irrespective of what You know what how Bratton I feel about doing. this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. First to it. If you were late, unlucky. But he hasn't done anything with it. Do you know what no, I mean? No, I don't think it should matter. Just because, yeah. you, just because you're first to it entitles you to a penalty, you reckon? If you get fouled, yeah, I don't know if Yengi was fouled. But if you're first to it and you win the ball and they get you and not the ball, it's yep. a foul. Because they're going to give it anywhere on the park. So you have to in the box. You should. You should. But we all know that referees, uh, you know. They change their interpretation. Somehow the rules are different in the penalty box. Apparently. But. Um, Corica was very upset post-game about the penalty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean... I would be, maybe. I'd be a little annoyed. But I wonder if it happened at the opposite end in front of us in the same amount of time, given the um, given the play of the game, we would have been pretty ropeable. Imagine you saw both. Oh yeah, we down. would have lost it. Yeah. If that was given and VAR looked at it and said, nah, it's a penalty, we would have freaking lost it. Yeah. Um, so I can understand where the saltiness is coming from. Yeah. But not from their social media admin. No. Saying we were gifted the win. Yeah, because on the We arguably the game, should have scored more goals anyway. Exactly. I mean, their clearest chance came right at the very end. When we were hunkering down defending and, a 1-0 lead. Yeah. So. They had a couple of good chances. Uh, was there a Milos one where LC charged down? Yeah, the big the And block. there was the, yep. I don't know who got the head of the Barbarossa's cross and Gauchi made that wicked save. It wasn't Bam Johan, was it? I thought it was Bam It was the 23. I can't. 13? It may have been 13 as well. I know Ivanovic. Uh, I can't remember. I think 13's Ivanovic, and he, he hit a header wide earlier in the half. Yeah. Um, Unsure. But either way, Gauchi, unreal. This is the thing. It doesn't matter who took the shot. Your mind instantly goes to the save of the season. Yeah. Joe Gauchi. Oh, absolutely save of the season. Gauchi going, Gauchi in the Gauchi store. Mm. <laughs> that was just brilliant. And the way the guys got around him as well. Just the yeah. reaction from everyone on the pitch. We talk about this every week, just the way the players react to... Uh, winning and just the little moments in games, um, just showing how much it means to them. It's excellent. I love seeing when a good defensive effort comes off and you see everyone get all pumped and get around each other, like obviously not celebrating like it's a goal, but still but showing kind of the are. excitement. Yeah. Kind of, I, I'm thought, just saying not to the same extent. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I thought the guys celebrated with the same enthusiasm over Gauchi save as they would over a goal. Yeah, it's just... It was uh, almost like a raw passion. It's just reined back into a little short... Little burst. Bang bang. Because you've got to defend the corner. And now we're back in to defend the corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're not running off running off with your shirt off when you've considered a corner. Jumping into the stairs. Yeah. Um No, it's true. Maybe maybe we should allow goalkeepers to do that. Give them ten seconds to just do yeah. a little quick lap behind. What did the you goal. think of um the option to obviously we saw Lopez go down. 
Oh, dog. I think it's come out since that he's going to miss five to seven I was going to ask weeks. you if you thought Bratton's challenge was a dog act or... I think it was just clumsy. Okay. I don't but think he was deliberately trying to hurt him. But, know, clumsy. but knowing the player, you know he's yeah, the kind no, of guy that would I do that I think just clumsy. I think it was clumsy. It's funny. I, I'll tend to agree. I think it looked more knee-on-knee, more than I don't, malicious activity. I don't buy the excuse that um, it's not a... F- there's not much wrong with it because he, you know, oh, he's, oh, they said on the commentary how he's just, oh, he's just, he's won the board, but he's just followed through. Yeah. Well, yeah, don't follow through. Yeah, that's you what we're trying to stop. follow through and kick people. We've got to stop that. Exactly. Because uh, now he's injured and he's out for five to seven. Yeah. Another um, one. And he... At his age as well. It's Frustrating. Just... And he's been incredible. Like Cornthwaite said, he's been the best left back in the league probably. I think he's been the best since he's come in. Yeah, I think. And yeah. That's not just our one-eyed, you know, red-eyed glasses. No, he has been excellent. Um, what did you think about our response, though? Moving brilliant. What it did worked. you think of the choice to put Carvalho at left back I and bring went, on Juan Day? He must have played there, or there must have been some kind of confidence that he could do that. Maybe I think because um, where's Noah Smith? Is he injured or is he just not getting? Picked? I don't think he was in the squad. They had Abitu on the bench. I'm really glad they didn't bring Abitu on, um, mm-hmm. but. I noticed in the, I can't remember it was halftime or might have been halftime. Jordan Elsie, he said some a few good things at halftime actually, but he said that um, they asked him about Cavallo going on at left back, as he played there before, whatever. Uh, I think Elsie just kind of said, well, every, everyone in this team knows what they need to do. Interesting. <laughs> they know the role of each area, whether or not they can, they have the ability to do it. To say that you, yeah, you, to wouldn't, say that, you wouldn't put Yankee at left know, back. No, but <laughs> Yankee probably knows what the left back the has to do. He probably just can't do it. Must be a lot of theory. You know theory. what I mean? Like, yeah. Must have been a lot of theory in Carl Beard's team. Yeah, maybe. Or just, yeah, we just have a... At the end of the day, it's just work rate, isn't it? Ascent, Mostly. Maybe. I think the left back role is really important, especially against the Sydney side where their best player, arguably the best player who plays in the right wing. I think for if you're a midfielder with the smarts, of Cavallo, I think you can do it. Still a young you can do player. A job. Yeah, hasn't played many games. I'd like to know. That's just showing you how much I rate him. I think he's phenomenal. Yeah, I we, thought we he was were, great when he went to left back. We were big advocates for him to come into the side, and since he's come in, he uh, he hasn't put a foot wrong. And yeah, it's, it's it shows, been excellent. It shows great loyalty and trust by Carl to shift him rather than substitute him to bring one day in. Obviously, a big part of it as well was perhaps. Um, Carl thinking to swap experience for experience. That's true. They so you lose the old head of true. Lopez. You replace him with the other. Old, we could call them old and they're in mid-30s. It's a bit rude. Old for footballers. It's old, it's old for football. For yeah, professional it's footballers. It's for that, yeah. Um, but one day, I thought one day was great too. I, I, just, I wanted to be sceptical about him. We could be heroes. <laughs> Maybe. Just for one day. Oh, dude, how good is that? Excellent. He was great. There's many charm potentials. I, th- I was sceptical. I wasn't too sure about the signing. I was sceptical. And then before the pod, I thought, okay, I'll look up one day. I'll look at his... You know, he won the player, player, uh, player's player in the Perth Glory Championship side. Oh, no, Premiership side, I mean. Premiership side, yeah. Uh, yep. I, I think that... And what that indicates to me is that's been a really good dressing room signing. Yep. Someone's gone out. They've realized, okay, this guy is excellent to have around... Uh, all the team yep. he's going to play good football and he came in and I thought he was fantastic he's got the same kind of amount of La Liga experience as well doesn't he as Lopez I think it's 200 odd games yeah Yeah. he looked really good he looked really good he laid that 
that crunching tackle on Ninkovic. Pretty much straight away, that man. That set us off on a counter. Yeah. That we probably should have scored from him, but yeah. He was the first celebrating with Goodwin after the goal as well, which I yeah. think... I love that. Straight into it. Yeah, just that kind of thing really indicates that he, yeah. he's here for the project. Could, just be, the could just be a case of he just happened to be the closest guy because Goodwin ran that way. But we're going we're gonna to read... We're going to read into it. We're going to read into it. May not be there. He played with a smile on his face most of the game, and I, th- I think he's going to be a really good addition. We posted on the Facebook page, what was he going to be? Is he just a friend for Yavi, as the, uh, the introductory video said, or is he going to be a replacement for Dorigo, or yep. you know, a backup for Dorigo, or is he the final piece in the championship puzzle? Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, I was worried that they would just bring him in and start him straight away and maybe upset. I would have waited for something to go wrong before I gave him a game yeah. because we looked so good lately and we've been well balanced. We found that right balance. Um, but obviously something did go wrong because Lopez got injured, so it was a good chance to get him on. And if Cavallo is going to be good enough to go to left back and do that... Then why not? Yeah. Would you start Cavallo Excellent. left back against the Mariners tomorrow? Uh, going off the weekend's performance, yeah. You would? would? Yeah, probably. I wouldn't is be Noah, I wouldn't is be, Noah fit? If Noah Smith was I don't available the, and fit? I don't know what the case is with Noah. I'm not he wasn't sure in the squad, was he? No. Um, I'm not sure what's happening with him. Let's assume he's not in the squad. I'd just be sticking with Cavallo. I definitely wouldn't be putting Abitu into the back four. No, definitely not. He's clinging on to survival. He, he's such a wayward player. Do you think he's a winger? I almost think he's a winger. I don't know what he is. He can shoot. I've seen him shoot. Maybe. I think we've probably got better options over there. Yeah, like obviously Craig Goodwin. And the, um, I guess when everyone's fit, we've got Toure's and Pacifics and, yeah. you know, um, Yankee's been used as a winger. And, and we've obviously got Halloran and... Halloran and Goody. Goodwin, the uh, Manapara Maradona. <laughs> Manapara Maradona. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. He's just, he's just been fantastic. Yeah, he, he has been great. But isn't... We were talking about Maradona think, last week at Napoli and yeah. how much he just encapsulated the club and how much the fans and the city fed into that player. Goodwin is exactly the same kind of thing. Yeah. And no, we're not saying Goodwin's as no, good as Maradona. We're not saying Goodwin's Maradona. Before people start saying it. It's no. a joke. But he's yes. the Manapara Maradona. But, but we... Yeah. In the same way, in that city they bought into him, we buy into Goodwin. Uh, there's, it, I mean, it's not a coincidence that he came back and we snapped that losing streak and we haven't lost since. Yep. And even the games where, like, we talked about the other week against Melbourne Victory, it was really quiet because um, they kept a pretty tight leash on him. But yeah. then he got his one moment and bang. That's all later. he needs. Sets up a goal. That's exactly all and he needs. And then the same against Newcastle. Exactly the same thing. He looked thing. to be pretty quiet, not really doing much, and then got his chance, bang. Shifts the ball left, gone. See ya. And you're Excellent. done. That, and that is a, it's a game breaker. And we have not had a yep. game breaker in so long. And we've, think, not, we've not had a striker like Yangi in I, so long. I think something we forget about and don't mention as well with Goodwin is he is like 28 now as well. So he's, he is an experienced Peak. footballer who's played a lot of international... Like he's played overseas a lot. Yep. He probably should have had more Socceroos caps, to be honest. It's it, because he's from Adelaide. <laughs> we had that yeah. fucking period of playing Brad Smith every week. Um, but it's yeah. because he's from Adelaide, he hasn't. Yeah, 100%. maybe. I don't want to get tinfoily, but it's probably right. Oh, I've got some tinfoil things to bring up at the end of the pod. <laughs> don't you worry. Do you? We're just warming up. All right. What were you going to say before? Yangi. You want to Yangi? Yeah, Yangi. I just, I think we haven't had a striker like Yangi since Bruce. And we haven't had a striker like Bruce since nobody. And so I think, yeah. I think Yangi is going to rate 
as you know, probably the the greatest Adelaide United striker of all time. Oh, this is a huge call. Huge call. He's got everything. He's got. I want to keep a bit of a precision pace. I want to keep a bit of a level head on at the moment because at the end of the day, he's still only just scored the two goals, and one was a bundled tap in, and one was winning the ball off a defender who fell over. I don't mind. But I do like the way he's um his presence. And on the weekend, his work rate. His I was, work rate, We talked dude. about if we were doing like a 3-2-1 votes, he would probably get a vote just for his work rate on the weekend. Mm-hmm. His running, especially defensively. Defensively, And then with the brilliant. ball, just running and pushing defenders away but from him while he's running with the ball. It's, it's, it's the strength on the ball, the way he shrugged off uh, Caceres twice mm. in, that, um, in that little highlight clip that we watched. But also just that forward press from the first minute when yep. Cavallo shut down the fullback and Sydney knew straight away, shit, we're in for a game here. He, um, you have to be alert. And he took the yeah. ball off Bogart's toe last week. Like, come on. He also seems to really know how to wind up a... Yeah. Like, he he does the little things. Like, he he jumps. He's never winning that ball against Redmayne in the air, but he jumps anyway. Because yeah. he's allowed to. He's there. Yeah, exactly. And he's we all know goalkeepers get so petty about people jumping I next to them. It. Like Protected species. They act like you're not allowed to go near them. And he just, he just jumps into it. It was great. <laughs> hey, I'm here. Love that. I love that too. I think he's got all the aspects of talent to say that he's going to be another Bruce Jutte. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't had a Bruce Jutte since Bruce Jutte. And we haven't had one prior to it. Because he was crucial. Bruce Jutte got so much shit for not scoring goals, but he was crucial to that team. The way he was holding the ball up and allowing our gun wingers to get in on the ball. This is exactly what we were talking about with Bobby Firmino. It's the same thing. We had had Sirio and um, Kamau. Yeah, or Sanchez, or whoever Sanchez, you want to play. Like Goodwin, Goodwin was in that team. Goodwin, Goodwin played left back, but yeah, yeah, but he did play a little bit of wings. Yeah, well. but yeah, um, that's the role sometimes. Awem Bill. Yeah, that's the role we talked about with that sort of player. It's a it's a really selfless role because you do have to give up goals at time. Yeah, he he'll come to learn that I think. And then you get like a you'll find a purple patch where you will be able to get on the end and score some goals. So. Yeah, the way the team will be flowing. Yeah. I just, I can't be any more proud of this Adelaide United team. I think I said to you, uh, whatever happens from here, I'm really just stoked with how the season's gone. We can even miss finals now, and I'll be like, well, you know what? There's building blocks here. There's talent. There's foundation. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd be furious if we missed finals from here. Given I don't our know. Position, I would, yeah. I don't know. I, the, you know, the no, really- those positives that you mentioned would still be there, and I'd still have yeah. them, but we shouldn't, you know... But the relative age of the side, you know, the inexperience, I, I don't know. Yeah, I but like, I wouldn't like, be crazy mad if we missed Like it. you said earlier, though, like with the Man United, you readjust. You readjust your goals. But we're not Man United fans. It doesn't. No, but you readjust. <laughs> I would, now that we're sitting where we are, like you said, like, yeah, if we did miss finals, you'd still think of all those positives, the age, mm. the building blocks are there, but it would probably still be a missed opportunity to go further. Well, this is to say, you want to go further. But I don't think we will anyway. I think we're comfortably going to make finals, so it doesn't matter. But Marcos Flores in the week was quoted as saying, Adelaide United good enough to win the league. Uh, Realistically. He knows how to say the right things to start winning us back over, doesn't he? This, I he's, mean, been, he's been doing this for a while, actually. Yeah, he has. You know he works at the Gleeson Football Academy at the school? Yeah. Yeah, so there he's back here, living here. Yeah, we started a club. He did. Adelaide, Adelaide Athletico. Yeah, Adelaide Athletico. That's right. Yeah. 
That'll be a fun thing to go out and see. Yeah, he's a maybe. great guy. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, he is. Um, is he right about us being able to win the league, though? Realistically, I mean, tomorrow is going to be a great indicator. We we saw City dismantle Western Sydney uh, on Friday night. They are the quality team. They've got Naboo, Noon, McLaren. That is insane. Yeah, Noon's never done anything against us. I don't think. Not yep. that I can remember. And last time when we played them in the FFA, that FFA Cup final, um, the one we beat, we beat them four 0 Strainy took the piss out of him, and he is pocketed in form right now. He is, Strain. isn't he? He's isn't he? But um, isn't he? He's fucking been brilliant this season. Um, but yeah, uh, McLaren's obviously always deadly. Twelve goals already in the A League. Yeah, he's he, almost scoring a goal a game. He's looks like he's one of those players that's just kind of stuck. It's going to be too good for the A League, probably, but not good enough. Plays for Australia, else. and it's a bit. Yeah, it's surprising a Japanese team or a Korean team or a Chinese is, team considering some of the other players they've taken, like Taggart and Duke. Yeah, Taggart, big yeah. one, isn't it? So, Duke probably, yeah, more so. That guy's average at best. Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking forward to whatever happens from here. How do you think we go tomorrow against the Mariners? Uh, I'm fu- I have no idea. I'm finding it really hard to predict. We, we record Wednesday, so it's on Thursday. Well, I guess, yeah. yeah. This pod will probably come out a few hours before the game, I'd say. So if you're out there listening... Maybe we should have done another in-depth preview on the Mariners. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Who gives a fuck about the Mariners? <laughs> we, we could go into top spot if we beat them. Yes. Do you think we'll win? Um, maybe. Which, all right, all right, Switzerland. Which, well, <laughs> Way to make a fucking call. Maybe. I always think like, ah, oh, you know, what are the chances a team goes on a seven-win run? Would you a non-win result? Would you a draw or something? I think we. I would, don't know. We would away e- as well. Seven wins in a row would equal our best ever. Although they were winning that, return. Yeah, they were not great against Central. Uh, Melbourne victory on the weekend. No, they really weren't. And I think they didn't put them away. They had I a still, chance. I don't think they're a great team either. I think um, Stadjic has given them a boost because mm-hmm. he looks like he's obviously a good coach. He's a good coach, yeah. But he can only do so much, and I think they'll start to waver a bit. And I think we're a better side than they are. I think we're going to trounce them. Yep. I think trounce I, them. Yeah, I'll be looking three or four. There to you go. I, yeah, I really do think we're going to win by a lot. Yeah. All right. You know, anything else you want to add, really? Just one more thing. Sure. I do. You know, we love a whinge on this podcast. Oh, we fucking love whinging. And if anyone knows me, love to whinge about the Liberal government. But this feeds into football as well. So yep. I, I can see the look on your face. <laughs> Women's World Cup's coming up. 2023. Yes. Uh, we spoke about cons- uh, conspiracies against the world game last week. And yes. I, I sort of said... Um, you know, the lack of advertisement, I was surprised because it was the women's game. And I thought as a country, we were really trying to elevate women's sport. Yeah. But I think this week it has been made absolutely fucking plainly obvious. They do not give a fuck about football, no matter if it's played by men or women. Because the government has reneged on their funding agreement to the FA in order to host the Women's World Cup. The Liberal government had initially agreed to fund $275 million in terms of stadium investment, community yep. investment, um, advertisement, tourism, you know, just all this money to make it more accessible for players, fans, all these people to enter the yep. country in order to see the Women's World Cup. 
today it came out in the media that no, they're not going to meet that funding agreement. Why are they not? They, they gave no fucking reason. There's no good reason. <sighs> they haven't given us a reason. They've just said that they're not going to do it. They said, ask is ambitious. This was um, the head of the Football Australia right now, uh, James Jordan, I think his name, James Johnson, his name is. Yep. Uh, this, the response that we have got from government at the moment is that your legacy ask is ambitious and you won't get everything you are asking for, but you won't get nothing. You will get something, which is just so uh, fucking it's just typical. political talk, isn't it? It's That's so nothing. typical of this government right it's now. Fence sitting. Talk about Switzerland. We talked earlier in the podcast about Australia not being able to establish a legacy from the Asian Cup, yep. hosting it and winning it. It's we are we are about to fall foul okay. of exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing with the World Cup. It's, we're just to not have the support of the federal government after they said they were going to was insane. And yep. this is credit to expand the A League. They're great football pages to follow if you're not following it already. The 2015 FIFA Women's World Cup, the Canadian government pledged US $87 million to the tournament and a return of $494 million to the economy. Wow. 2019 FIFA World Cup France cost France only US $70 million. Do you know how much they got back? Lots. $800 million. Yeah, so what are, we, what are we fucking doing here? What are we doing? Invest the money. This is actually a chance to make I money know. in a COVID era. They don't get it. But, They'll but, never get it. But it just, how else, how else can we deal with this than to, than to think this is just a deliberate ploy to quash the game? When you can make yeah. hand over fist profit, you are making 800% profit on your investment. Because it expands to 32 teams in Australia. So that's eight more teams. So you can eight times whatever the fucking profit of the current is. Yeah. No, they just don't get it. And they never will. As long as ScoMo's going into NRL club rooms, oh, yeah. we're never going to get fuck all, man. We'll go on holidays to Hawaii and then coming back and shaking hands and uh, we, uh, we won't get into ScoMo, but fuck me. Yeah, How's, it does my head in. We can talk about Marshall. Football. We can talk about football. How's the city arena? No football in the city arena. Yeah. Like, uh, football gets shafted all the time. It's so despairing. It's <laughs> We've been putting so up this for a while. We're going to be putting it up with it. Uh, putting up with it for a lot longer. I just cannot see it changing. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to. It doesn't matter what anyone says. We can't no. fix it. So, yeah. On that uh, uplifting note. There's our whinge. There's our we saved it right for the end. That's our gripe for the week. If you made it this far, I hope you look into this. But nonetheless. Yeah. Adelaide United play tomorrow night. Fuck the government. Or tonight. Whenever the time is, maybe they played yesterday. Whatever, we may be top by the <laughs> no, time. No, no, we'll this. get this out. I'll have this. <laughs> we'll have this out before the Adelaide Central Coast game. Don't worry. But if you're listening to this on Easter Sunday, we're top and go Adelaide United. <laughs> buy a three game flexi membership. We, support the club. Yeah, there we go. Get around it. Have oh, a good week. Oh shit! We should just commiserations to the Lady Reds as well. Oh uh, yeah. Results out of their I wasn't hands. going to mention it because I didn't want to be a downer. No, 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 no. But we've finished on the downer, so we might as well incorporate. Fantastic season. Amazing yep. team. They're only building further for next season. Hopefully, we can go one better. Yeah. They've put the building blocks in place. They'll be right. Yeah, we'll keep the team. We'll keep the coach. Go harder again next year. Yeah, exactly. All the there best, Lady Reds. There you go. Have a good uh, Easter weekend, everyone. Enjoy. Oak Bank, whoever's going. Yeah. Mwah. <laughs>